And that was Dave Rai, right? Legendary Manchester United fan, right? What a conversation we actually had. And sitting on the other side is a stud, former writer of the Empire of the Cop, playing in the local leagues for Red Hill Rangers, Bukit Gombak, and one of the original Wenger boys under the legendary great Ah Wenger Dasalam. And but he always still had his eye on my opinion on in my opinion the greatest football club in the world liverpool football club <laughs> allegedly the local authority on all things liverpool fc being a former beat writer for the empire of the cop a pundit if you will a talking head an analyst to talk about all things football locally and around the world the great legendary Rudy Imran. How are you, sir? Ah, uh, fine, fine. But oh, that one is like one of the... Oh, now uh, you, I'm, are you blown away? Blown, blown away, away, man. Yeah. I'm uh, the hype I, man, I, I, so I will <laughs> definitely hype you. No questions <laughs> asked. Uh, wow. Wow. That, you, I think you put me up uh, straight away at a very high expectation. Now I have to go and really think. Well, well, sure the, I, I, I'm a, we, this show, we... Make sure we put in the greatest guest <laughs> ever. So, yeah. All right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ah, so, yeah. what do you think about Liverpool's chances? I mean, you know, okay, having seen all, the last three games. First of all, you mentioned Venga. All right. Yeah. yeah anyway, this week is the Teacher's Day week. Okay. So, I think it's appropriate for me. Uh, uh, shout out to him. To, yeah, shout out to him. And also, especially shout out to all my football teachers, like gurus, coaches that I have actually... Wow experience and had the honor and sure. uh, opportunity to actually being coached by them some of the f- names i can really remember them because they give me a, such a wonderful football education uh, that i really love you know uh, coaches like richard chu bernard oh. norbert oh, rahman stephen raja bull premjit freddie fox freddie fox uh Happens to be my uh, former division commander's uncle. Can you believe it? Oh, small world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Coach Sinabas Arasu. Yeah. Vincent Subra. Tohari Baijan. Uh, oh, yeah, you mentioned, okay. Yeah, yes. You mentioned Venga and also yeah. Kunju Jamaluddin. Yeah, these okay. are a few of the local coaches in Singapore that uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm raised from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah, wow. You, have, you come from a very, very long... Big, huge resume of uh, coaches. Shout oh, out man. to them. <laughs> right? So, what do you think? I mean, being a Liverpool fan... Well, okay. I mean, we all know that, you know, you are uh, you played uh, local football, you represented a few teams, but... And you're also a huge Liverpool fan. Which one do you think is... But, I mean... A bigger influence on you, local football or Liverpool FC? Oh, definitely Liverpool football. Uh, it's like uh, you know a religion here. Even my family, uh, my kids, <laughs> Liverpool is like a religion. If they support any other club, I think they're gonna be in trouble, man. Yeah. So nothing come close to Liverpool uh, when it comes to football, uh. Yeah. Even international football, local, uh, yeah, international. I don't have a particular inclination but when it comes to football for Liverpool uh, uh, all my schedules and all my uh, yeah my weekends are all tailored 
and make sure it's uh, bespoke to ensure I'm watching, making sure I'm watching Liverpool <laughs> games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess our blood all runs red in the, this in this situation. Uh, but but to be uh, okay, I have to say for something. Yeah, I love you, pool and all that. But you know, slowly when you grow uh, grow older and all that, you 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 become a more like a student of the game. So when I was yes. young, you know, you learn about Liverpool, raw passion, and slowly when you get a bit mature, slowly growingly into an adult, you realize that hey, there's more to this than to just uh, the game and passion, you know. And yeah, slowly actually, I became a better uh, student of the game. Uh, once my local Singapore, uh, football, yeah, slowly becomes it's just a pastime hobby, yeah. Now, oh, yeah, okay. Right. But I guess I mean you you probably grew up uh, watching like the likes of Dalglish and Ronnie Whelan, Yan Moby, and that probably influenced you to start cutting your teeth as a footballer, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. There's so there's so much into it, like, I mean. Uh, working in the army, you know, like training, coaching, and all that, all the things that you know you train your soldiers and so forth, and then, you know, when you get these things, ah, uh, you it really makes you feel good. You know, I I really like coaching and training and all that, and at the same time, I you know the game, the football game itself, is evolving, and then I just have to put two into two, ah, uh, and then uh, yeah, suddenly I became a a student of the game, ah, uh, and that's one of my the reasons why I analyze football games, you know, at such yeah. a I think back back then in two thousand and nine, slowly and then going into football courses and so forth, and I'm also looking forward also to actually further my education on this game. So, yeah, would so being a, from a from from being a regular, being a a a, a, a colonel, a, a big no, shot major, in the army? Yeah, I'm just a major. That's all. Oh, okay, yeah, right, yeah. but I mean, it's still still a big shot. I mean, anything major, gen, uh, colonel, general, everything above. Right from then to being a football coach, and 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 it's a big, a huge dichotomy, big, big, drastic change. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but you will also see certain similarities, lah. Right. Uh, yeah. The, the the thing I love about uh football is the coaching part. You know, imparting your knowledge. Yeah. Uh, because as a you know, as a trainer in the in the armed forces, you train your soldiers and so forth. There are certain elements that actually you can learn. And uh, also bring it to the football, uh, you know, in the, in the football stage. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, and you see certain coaches when you were young, and then you realize like Venga, hey, actually, like like <laughs> you know, you can name anything. Every every coach has a different style of uh, imparting knowledge to their footballers. Yes. Okay. And uh, this is something also where we need to also learn because why, if you have a good coach, alright, if you have a coach that can do this ah uh, to slowly impart, and also, it it's really remarkable if you see those world class coaches, okay like Klopp and so forth. You know Tuchel, uh, Guardiola, Conte, all these coaches. You know they have been in the game for so long, and to just make sure a player understands their tactical information, tactical instructions, and see how a player actually, uh, implement. What the mm. coaches' ideas and what they want to do in the football pitch in the game itself, yeah, you know, so easily, it's all about communication, man. Yeah, so it's no different. Uh, that's the thing. Would, that, that, would... That, that this element is something that we, 
probably in uh, in Singapore also we need to learn. Yeah. So you would say that the level of coaching in Singapore is actually very on the down low because coaches are not 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 trained to be coaches, no, but they're I, more I, I, trained on the tactical aspect, but they can't get their express their views out. Uh, no, I don't think so. Because you see, you, you must understand in the footballing coaching sense, there are two elements. Uh. One is a technical coach and one is a tactical coach. All right? yeah. The technical coach of an aspect of a, of a coach, the technical portion uh, is the individual uh, elements that you need a footballer needs to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the coaches that I have that I just mentioned to you, uh, these, yeah. these people are, who are they are excellent technical coaches, man. Yes. All right? But they are also tactical coaches. Okay. Uh, and the tactical coaches part, I think this is something uh, we we need to learn from lah. I can see and a lot of improvement. If you look some of the teams that are playing in S League, yeah, they have. You 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 can see the teams. You know the way they move in the shape and so forth. And if you can analyze properly, I can see the coaches are there already. Right? Okay. But what I'm saying is, hmm. I mean, we still need to go and develop further more coaches. Okay. Uh, in, in in Singapore football. You just look at the coaches that we have that is working overseas in Singapore. I mean, uh, out mm. of Singapore. We have Sundram, we have uh, Vincent Subramaniam, we have uh, okay. maybe PN Sivaji, we got Aidil Shahrin yeah. in uh, Malaysia, and uh, the other one is, uh, who is it? What's, what's his name? Uh, Akbar, yeah, Akbar, who okay. has had success in Chennai. Okay. Right? We have only about a handful of people. Very, very diverse, diverse countries. Malaysia, India, exactly. and I mean... Oh, the Southeast Asian. Do you see any local coaches branching out to, like, say, you know, Europe or maybe different different parts of the world? Well, Europe is is something. Okay, I mean, Europe maybe uh, might be a bit of, a bit far fetched yeah. We we start regionally. <laughs> say maybe China, Korea. I mean, you know, well, China Asian a, the Asian a, countries. It's a different. It's a different thing. China would want to have their own local coaches to be excelling. You know, okay. they, uh, if they, they want to take Asian coaches, probably, nah, I don't think Singapore coaches are that level now. You look at the China okay. League, they are actually taking a lot of uh, uh, non-Asian uh, coaches. Not many. Uh, because of the money? Because of the money. I mean, if you have money, that amount of money that China has, uh, why would you want to go and spend uh, money on an Asian coach? No, dis- no, no, I mean, uh, no offense to them, but I know there are also some very good coaches in, uh, okay. in Asia. But, they will go for the likes of like, you know, Rafa Benitez is from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But okay, having said that, talking about China and everything, with all the money and and all, and all that, how the UAE, Dubai, that's where all the money is from, right? I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they want to develop a league and like, you know, really compete with the likes of the Champions League and uh, Europe and, you know, so on and so forth? Uh, you mean uh, Singapore or yeah. UAE? No, no, no. It's uh, UAE and, and Dubai. Singapore, I guess we don't have that, that crowd to maintain that kind of like week in, week out. But I mean, I guess Dubai people, I mean, it's, it's, it's oil money. People will be willing to throw, mo- throw money at, 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 at nothing. Right? And, and for football, I guess that, like, you know, I, I know Savi uh, is actually coaching one of the Dubai teams, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your question is uh, regarding and, UAE and, and, is... yeah and, and, why, and why don't they want to like compete with the likes of like China and everything like because we hardly hear about them but, but I mean we hear about the China leagues and the Korean league J league right, yeah. right, but nothing about the Middle Eastern oh yeah probably because of PR 
and maybe culture. Yeah, the league, I think it's okay. Uh, quality, I haven't seen much of uh, Middle Eastern football. Yeah, we've uh, never heard of it actually. Yeah, and uh, I I really can't gauge whether how good China league is. I think in terms of quality, they are bringing in foreign talents. I mean, foreign uh, players to boost their, you know, uh, their, their 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 talent and uh, to yeah. level up certain things. Not bad. UAE also is doing that. You know, all the Middle Eastern okay. Qatar country, you know, countries, their leagues, they are also doing that. Yeah. Uh, not much of uh, European players uh, yeah. in those leagues. Alright, but uh, I mean, you ask me, uh, most of these leagues in Qatar, UAE, and all that, those, mm. those are retirement, uh, <laughs> retirement yeah. Yeah. Oh, leagues. I see. Kind, yeah. kind, kind of like M- the MLS. Ah, something like that. No, but I think. Uh, okay, I have to correct you there. MLS is really uh, an intense league. I know. Uh, yeah. it, it's. I wouldn't say it's uh, a retirement. I mean, we heard or like ex players Beckham, Kaka. I mean, uh, Steven Gerrard, Wayne yeah, Rooney. After the their careers, the MLS league. Uh, if you have seen their games, uh, and you've seen their uh, statistics, they they are actually quite intense. I mean, not as intense as the best five uh, leagues in Europe right now, lah. But they yeah. are getting there, man. They have I seen vast improvements in them. I mean, they are definitely better than the China league and the Qatar league and the UAE league. No. UAE league. Yeah, but yeah, yeah this is. The MLS are really something. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Americans and MLS, have you watched Ted Lasso before? I uh, no, no, I haven't watched. I heard a lot of good stories and it's funny. Yeah, so. you should you should watch it. I mean, I was just about to ask you, what do you think? I mean, good a coach. I mean, the 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 show. I mean, the show is about a, an American who has absolutely no idea about soccer or what we call football, and he goes to England, jolly old England, totally unaware of English culture, and actually changes the whole entire football scene by being a coach showing how a coach should actually behave and how a coach actually communicates to his players and 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 all that it's 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 quite something and i'm i mean fiction can paint reality and i'm just waiting for somebody <laughs> really like that and the closest i can see is jürgen klopp and i mean what i mean what do you think of jürgen klopp oh i think he's an excellent coach man uh, i mean besides that, that uh other than that, wow, charisma, everything. He is something that Liverpool have been asking more, asking since uh, this Brendan Rodgers, Roy Hodgson's era, man. It's something we have been crying out loud. And I tell you, the day that he leaves, I, I'm going to be someone who is crying, man. Yeah. Uh, it's not much, I... many coaches like that with him. Uh, if you have read uh, Mentality Monsters book yes. from Paul Tompkins, I think yeah, you can, yeah. you can really... Heard. It, it really gives you a very good description of what kind of person he is. Okay. I mean, okay, that, com- uh, compare seeing that you are... Yeah, okay. in terms of leadership, See? right, he has nothing that I've seen from uh, most coaches that I know of and read of. I mean, I've read a lot of books on Alex Ferguson, Mourinho, uh, but Klopp is a different breed. Okay. I mean, yeah. but I, I mean, I, we, 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 both of us are Liverpool fans. Yeah. And we we probably know heard of like people like Bob Paisley, Bill Shankly. Yeah. Compare and I mean we all these are all just anecdotal uh information. We haven't actually seen videos or I mean there's not much vi- during those days there's not much video audio coverage of them. Compare them to Klopp. Are they of the same I uh, will definitely same caliber, but are they the same type of person? Oh definitely different. Uh Bob, you you, you can't 
you can't you can't see uh you can't compare Bob really with uh Jurgen Klopp. Uh, there are certain elements about them which uh are alike, but you, you have to understand where Bob comes from, from his time, from his uh era where customs, you know, tradition and even the lifestyle has different and also the game has evolved, you know, yeah. from Bob Paisley times and also uh, Jurgen Klopp's time. Uh, so you can't really compare it, uh, you know, like for like. Yeah. Uh, but Klopp has his own challenges, you know. Now the yeah. football is different, it's so intense. The culture, mm. the the drinking culture is, oh, I mean, not that like. Yeah, the Germans drink. Klopp. Yeah. Jurgen is total disciplinary when it comes to training and so forth. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's totally, totally different. Yeah, the element of psychology also is there. Jurgen knows that he uses that, and uh, yeah, the sum is greater than the all parts. Uh. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah. so looking at I mean uh, Liverpool's last three games, we had uh, somewhat of a good start of the season. We didn't win all three games, but I mean the the, the Chelsea game was well debatable. We could have beaten them with them and down. Where do you think you see them going? Okay, uh, this is my assessment for the first three games. I think we did well. Yeah. We did yeah. okay. Yeah. So, uh, Chelsea was the first tough challenge. I mean... Yeah. Uh, should we have won it? Oh, definitely we should have won it. You know, every every Liverpool fan uh, who, after we have won the league, yes. right, and subsequently, mm-hmm. after we have won the league, we expect to win all our home games. That's Liverpool, man. Yeah. Right? Any... any yeah team that comes to Anfield and we don't secure three points, it will be feels like a loss. Alright? Uh, that's, yeah. that's the standard we have right now at, at Liverpool and that's what Jurgen Klopp has done. Yeah. Alright? Uh, however, you have to bear in mind certain context here because Chelsea is champions of Europe. They don't become champions of Europe for nothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, they have a good coach and uh, their defence is very expensive mm. built. Alright? So, I mean... Uh, yeah. Coming from a tactical point of view, their defense somewhat expensively built, but I mean, they tend to park the bus, right? So yeah, they have I to mean, park the bus. Yeah, I mean, you're, you you're, park the bus, but if you put if you put eleven guys, eleven big guys who uh, are just roadblocks who don't really from a physical aspect. Like kind of like Burnley, if you put like eleven Burnley players they, and play like the Chelsea style, I think. They would do somewhat similar if I'm uh, not that's wrong. the difference between Chelsea and Burnley. Chelsea is uh built, okay, uh is built the team that is built from Tuchel's side for eleven men compared mm. to Burnley is totally different. Burnley comes here, they they want a draw. The draw to them is win. But Chelsea, okay. they are they are one of the super clubs. They want to come and okay. beat you, man. Yeah. But however, having said that, when you play ten men against Liverpool. Yeah. You have to play all your 10 men behind uh, yeah. to defend it. you got no choice. Because why? Yeah. If you come and attack us, uh, Liverpool is going to tear you apart. Alright. So if okay. Tuchel did this, the correct thing, in fact, whatever Tuchel did with 10 men is basically showing us a lot of respect because they know yeah. uh, Liverpool is going to hurt them. Right. Okay, but I mean, wasn't wasn't it them playing? I mean, because Chelsea so far, if I'm not mistaken, aside from our game, they did not concede since the Champions League final. Mm. So having said that, could it be that there is a lot of Mourinho's DNA of parking the bus since then to now? No, no, no. Parking the bus, you all must understand. Uh, it's not really 
something that uh, is a must to do. Yeah. All right. No teams are uh, in the world uh, want to play win games by parking the bus all the time. Okay. You have to attack. All right. But I mean, Greece did that. Greece did that for the Euro Champions. Yeah, but uh, did Greece did Greece teams like Greece uh, do it again? No, not really. No, you only that once in a blue moon, right? Yeah. All right. So teams like Chelsea, you see, they are different. With eleven men at Anfield uh, on uh, another day. Yes. Okay, they will play smart. The first twenty minutes when they were playing eleven men, they uh they were run ragged by our our Liverpool squad. Okay. We were just unlucky. We didn't uh, score the first goal. If yeah. Liverpool were to first score the first goal, it would be a different yeah. different ball game. They have to attack. They can't park the bus because they need to go and chase that equalizer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what they did was Chelsea. Even when they took the lead. We expected them to do that. They play on the counter, hold at a certain mm. line, and then break Liverpool. And they nearly yeah. got their chances, and they really created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with it's really with eleven men, so difficult to beat Liverpool. What more yeah. can you ask for with ten men? You've got no choice. You have to put everybody in defense, uh, because mm. like I said, Liverpool will tear you up if you try to attack. They tried to attack, but they didn't actually push enough numbers. The first twenty yeah. minutes, you can see that. Uh, Chelsea also with eleven men. They tried to try to. But the goal that they scored was a fluke, right? I mean, no, nobody I, was marking, and it was like uh, it wasn't a fluke. It, it was actually uh well re- rehearsed. This was actually done also for Chelsea the past two games. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, to tell you the truth, Hendo was it Andy Ro- Andy, Ro- Andy Robertson? Yeah, Andy Robertson. Yeah, Andy Robertson was, was supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which but also, I mean, was like I mean, nobody hits the ball with the back of his head, kind of like that, you know. Do, do. Uh, no, it's a flick, and it was a well rehearsed flick. This was this this was actually rehearsed in, uh, their training. So I have to uh, put my hands up to to show this is something that they have done. You can see in the training. Yeah. So it's well drilled. Okay. Yeah. And I I I'm I'm just still, like I mean it, 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 like like almost every other fan it came to uh us like a shock that no, how do they score that I mean maybe from, from a tactical perspective it looked like uh, a set a, a, a actual set piece they actually meant it for that to happen but yeah, I mean does. yeah yeah, but I mean, for 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 the ball to actually go into the back of the net from the back of the head it's it's it's, it's pretty something. How do you think you the season's gonna play out? Okay, uh, first of all, uh, the first three game. Okay, we we leave that aside now. Yeah. Uh, okay. like every season, I don't really uh, uh make my predictions only after the second international break is over. Yeah. All right, because I feel that this international breaks is just uh. Uh, really a... Distraction? Distract, no distraction. It's an interruption. Okay. Just t- take for example this. You have like mm. one whole month to for pre-season to train mm. and make sure your your team is up to physical fitness and also your <coughs> tactical uh, preconditioning all is done properly. Alright? Uh, they call it tactical periodization. Lah. All this is yeah. done in one whole month. Your first three games you play, then after that, all your players will be out for another two weeks to their respective international games, and then they come up, come back again. Yeah, you know how much interruption is that? First three games, international break. After this mm. international break, they're gonna have five games, five league games, and then they go for another international break. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Then after that, you you don't know now with the pandemic and so forth. It's just unnecessary traveling. Uh, some of them have to go QO. Some of them are not released by their international. I mean, uh, not released by their clubs to play internationally because they have to serve. Yeah. 
Q, uh, QO and so forth. Yeah. Surfing QO is no joke, man. You know, yeah. 10, uh, 10 days without any proper intense uh, fitness build-up or what, you're going to probably bring down your fitness again. So, okay. this is something FIFA, which I feel I've been like harping on them for so long already to do something about it. Alright? Mm. Yeah. Like, coming back to uh, how we're going to do in uh, this season, yeah. it's way too early. Mm. After the second in- international break, it will be uh, probably... Yeah, eight on sorry nine or ten games. Okay. After this nine and ten game, the teams who are up there at the top, and you see from the flow and momentum. After that, then after that, you can see whether who are the teams that are likely to be favorites. Okay. Right? And in yeah. in your opinion, who do you think will be the top four? Uh my own opinion. I I hmm. oh yeah okay. Uh, City will definitely be there. Yeah. Chelsea. Uh, this year. Uh, yes, they will be there too for, for mm. us and probably United. Uh, but okay. I have uh, also other teams that I think may knock the fourth team out mm. this year. Okay. Because, uh, uh, yeah, where is it? Uh, teams like Leicester, Spurs. Spurs. Uh, these are the two teams that. Uh, May knock the fourth team out. We don't know who is okay. the fourth team out yet because it's still. Would Arsenal like be a surprise? I mean, seeing how bad they started, but would they like get their shit together and and then do something it, about it? It depends. Like I said, uh, now they have played three games. They lost yeah. all three. Yeah. You still have about six more games or seven more games to see whether you are okay to be, at, at least among, the top, after the nine ten games. Because after the second international. Break right, you basically have a full, uh, you know, season. season Supposedly, to, season. Yeah. Then the next international will probably come somewhere in uh, March. Yeah. That's long. That's long. Yeah. Yeah. And the March international break is really not really an international break because those are friendlies and yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this year you got your Fcon also, so maybe hmm. some of the African players might have uh some interruptions, but okay. I don't know with this pandemic whether it's gonna be going on or not because now uh, it's still at a phase where. The numbers are getting up actually. So in yeah, Europe, yeah. when you are at winter, where a lot of people are going to have their flu and so forth, you yeah. never know the numbers go out. Then maybe UK will gonna have another lockdown and so forth like that. Then and then no no fans again. in the crowds. Exactly. No fans in the crowd anymore. Yeah, and then we'll be have some financial issues again. And then you will come back again to why is Liverpool not actually uh, spending well in the transfer window? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Right Speaking now. of transfer windows, what do you think of our transfer window? Okay. I have, uh, I have, uh, a bit of me definitely. I mean, in club we trust. In club we trust. he didn't buy anybody except for Konate. But I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the fans, everybody's like, uh, we are thinking, uh, why are we not buying anybody? Uh, first of all, you must understand. You must understand the history of uh, FSG. Mm-hmm. Right, they they are good businessmen. Yeah. Alright. Then uh I I there's a lot of things to take into man when you see how football is run, especially the okay. sustainability part. Alright. Mm. Uh if you look at our season in 1819, we lost yeah. the league to City by one point. We got 97 points. Yes. Any other season we have won the league, man. Yeah. Correct? Yes. That 1819 season squad uh, was a complete team. Mm. We don't have much things to Actually, uh, 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 
switch any players because the first 11, maybe the first 14, 15 players, well, yeah. it's just a complete squad. The same team, 18-19 season, we won the Champions League. We beat Barcelona at home, that yeah. legendary match. Origi go. Exactly. And then the following season, 19-20, we won the league. Mm. Didn't buy anybody, right? Yeah. There was a complete team. You don't have to change much. Maybe you mm. change uh, one or two. But football is evolving. Everybody is buying and suddenly we are not. What, what do you mean by evolving? Actually, mm. football, there's a certain part and level now uh, that it cannot be evolved anymore. What part of football can be evolved now? Speed of the game? The speed of the game, that's about it. Okay. Yeah. What kind of evolution are you talking about? So, maybe use the word evolution loosely, you have to be careful because the not much actually has uh, changed since maybe uh, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Mm. Right? Football has evolved since the back pass rule. Yeah. Yes, that it evolved. Football also has evolved since Gergen pressing. Yes. Counter pressing. Yeah. But after that, we are at a level now that what can you think about? Speed, I mean, speed-wise, I mean, speed? everybody... Well, there, were, there were talks of Mbappe actually coming like a few, yeah. few months back. And, that's not and, evolved. Yeah. Just, just, that's, not, that's not evolution. That's about thinking how to be uh, getting better players at your... Uh, a bigger edge. That you, yeah, it's yeah. not really evolving, but uh, yeah. just strengthening and make your squad getting better. Right. So let me get back to you about this 1920 season where every I mean okay. I, I I think that was a very complete squad. Okay, yeah. there's not much things to choose. Last year, uh we changed and we bought Thiago. Yes. Alright. And then uh we had that season last year where wow well, we we were things really, were not going so great. Yeah. yeah, things were not going so great. So many reasons why mm. we had uh we got a lot of centre backs, we got problems. Yeah, injured and yeah, uh, long. Van Dijk nearly got killed by some exactly. half past six keeper. Yeah, and uh, not only that, last year last season wasn't really really good year as a Liverpool fan in terms of Klopp mom's died. Yeah, yes, yeah. He couldn't travel on, on the personal her, on the personal yeah, aspect. Yeah. Funeral, uh, you know, can't see her mom for the last time. You know how how sad is it now to see your coach yeah. like that? You don't yeah. think it rubs shoulder, you know, rub it off to your own players? It does. Yeah, the energy. You, know, you you every day you see your your coach, you know, it's like a father yeah. figure in your club, and then you yeah. see him hurt, and then he's you the dejection gets right? on you. Exactly, Allison's yeah. dad died, yeah. and he also couldn't travel. Yeah, he's number one goalkeeper, I think he's the uh, number one goalkeeper in the world. You yeah. think it doesn't affect you? It doesn't affect your team? It does. Yeah, right. Can't be with the funeral with his family. Mm. We got terrible long injuries to our centre backs. Yeah. Our captain Henderson was like out for most of the season. Yeah. <coughs> and then they have, we have that Super League thing. Yeah. Oh, that was garbage. We, our FSG, John Henry, made yeah. decisions without consultation uh, from fans and players and stuff before mm. actually making an announcement. Yeah. Uh, can you believe that? Yeah. Then we lost six games in a row at Anfield. Yeah. My goodness. And then last year, have you seen the VAR and refereeing decisions? Yeah. Yeah. We were the number one team out there uh, that get all the calls wrong. There's a league for VAR decisions uh, that gone not our Against way. Against us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are top. Alright. And then, Jerry Marsden from mm. Jerry and the Peacemakers that gave us yeah. You Never Walk Alone, our anthem. Yeah. He yeah. passed away. Okay. 
Gerard Hulia, our former boss who gave us one of our travels, he passed away. He passed away. Yeah. Can you believe it? So you ask me, can this type of season happen again this year? No. But we never know, you know, in this world, yeah. in this life, uh, we're going to have maybe different type of uh, problems and then it's a challenge mm. to see how we can go. So last year wasn't a really good year. No fans. On you a personal fans, aspect. Like, on a personal aspect. And, and see, the fans, the, the thing about Liverpool FC and this is how much I love Liverpool FC for is because of the fans. You know, we the fans gave us, gave the players that energy uh, that no side mm. in Europe can experience. Okay. Right? You can have players so close to the pitch, you know, that it can really touch you but Seriously, the only Liverpool uh, when it comes to Champions League games and certain games are uh, uh, we, yeah, we, we the fans and, and, and the way we play, we make other opponents uh, on the field yeah. that day. Uh, we make you feel small. Eh? Uh, mm. I know. <clears throat> so this one of the reasons that the soul, the soul of the team, the yeah. 12 men. You don't Was that fans. why that made you start following Liverpool? Was that yeah. why you became a Liverpool fan? Yeah. I was like so young ago. I was in, in 1987. I saw John Barnes coming in. But that time, I think, moment when I actually watched football, uh, slowly watching it, I just loved this red team. And then suddenly, I saw this John Barnes and I wanted to be like him, man. Uh, mm. And slowly, I learned about the club and then slowly learned about you never walk alone. And uh, yeah, then uh, I adopted the team already. Uh, it's my own. And uh, that's how I really like Liverpool. Uh. Wow. <clears throat> okay, after many, many, <laughs> many years of history. And that, prob- and, and that led you... F- love for Liverpool, getting you starting to write. So, how did you actually get to represent Singapore to write on the Liverpool stage as being a writer for Empire of the Cup? Ah, okay. I think it started somewhere in uh, 2007, uh, 2009, I think. I actually met this guy. His name is Antoine Jamit. He was uh, actually... Uh, uh, the main administrator and the one who owns Empire of the Cop. So, hmm. uh, me being thick skin and uh, mm. I love talking about Liverpool and such. <laughs> you, you are quite thick skin. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I just emailed him and just talked yeah. to him. Yeah. And then, mm. uh, yeah, I got to be one of the uh, people who are also with Empire of the Cop. So, there was about yeah. like maybe 15 or 17 writers then. But how yeah. did you get chosen? I mean, what what's you probably you wrote something that actually stood out. Yeah, I just uh, sit down and then just talk to him, have a just a simple conversation with him, and then I don't know. Though I just told him, uh, could I be part of your team?" And then uh, I want okay. to write something about Liverpool and all that. Uh, I think there are some articles also still about uh, on okay. Empire. If you Google my name, I think probably you see, but not so popular then. Uh, right? Okay. And then and, uh, mm. yeah, through Empire of the Cop, uh, I get to know so many people. Uh, about yes. 17 of them, I think. Uh, mm. So, and so, m- most of them uh, are on Twitter. Okay. And then, and some of them have also very close links to the club and mm. one or two, I think, are working in the club. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I have some of my information from them then about yes. Liverpool FC. Uh, oh, very good. Actually, I was mm. like, hmm, I'm, I'm particularly happy to be knowing this group of guys because Certain information I get from them uh, mm. is quite fast and it's quite reliable. Uh, but slowly after, uh, gradually every year, you can see that, uh, mm. I mean, uh, Liverpool, even the club itself, regarding leagues and so forth, mm. uh, they have, I think, got tighter. So some of these okay. leagues and some mm. of this info within the club is not really that accurate now. Lah. 
Yeah. Have you? I mean, have you? Have you seen? Have you seen all or nothing? Like I mean, uh, like or like yeah. Do you think Liverpool will actually want no. to go in that aspect? That, no. That way. No. And I'm uh, I'm also very glad that actually uh, this opportunity yeah uh, was actually uh, presented to Klopp to do the all or nothing, and I'm so happy that he said no. When he's around in Liverpool, FC, he will yeah. not be doing such things. Okay. Yeah. I But I mean, Brendan Rodgers had that, right? But the, the, yeah. the, the previously. And how did that happen? And how <laughs> did that turn out to be? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think it's a curse, ah. Uh, okay. okay, lah. I wouldn't say. Like, let's be logical, lah. Uh, if you divulge into certain things, and then in your dressing room, and then the way you train, the way you, certain things are elements in football, lah. You need it to be private, clandestine. Yeah, you hmm. need to be like that. You you can't just publicize, and then. Once you publicize and then certain things like that becomes entertainment and then you're amused, uh, you you know you are become amusement to people and then the respect there is no more, and then when you find there's no respect then you're a banter club. <laughs> But I mean, we we the the it would it be good public relations like I mean yeah there'll be young fans out there who like actually want to know what the the club is all about the roots and yeah like, they can. But uh, there's other ways to do that, right? You don't have to do your all or nothing thing. Uh, I think uh, this uh, reality show, even to the midst of uh, world class teams, I think we should draw a line somewhere, lah. Uh, yeah, I I don't I wouldn't want my team Liverpool FC to do that. Uh, but if it does one day comes to a point where they do, uh, oh my god, I don't god know, I'm gonna cringe. Ah, go yeah, god forbid, yeah. man, it's very cringe worthy, man. Yeah, will be a laughing stock, man. Yeah. I mean, speaking of laughing stocks, who do you think is the dad of the? I mean, who do you think will get relegated? That one, uh, Burnley probably. Okay. The other one is, I think, Newcastle. And then really? The third, yeah, I think Newcastle is gonna go down. And then, uh, uh, the other one, I really can't put a name yet. Yeah. Hmm. Burnley, Burnley is for personal reasons also because why I think they are dirty. And okay. a lot of challenges they actually make, they don't get punished. Yeah. And yeah, who football to me, Burnley, nah, I'm not a Sean Dyke fan. Nah. Okay. And Newcastle, I think, uh, there's so much only Steve Bruce can do lah with that squad. Mm. Seriously. Yeah, but I mean, he's a local lad. I mean, probably can rally like you know, the troops and everything. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of quality yeah, and even what they have on the their players and all that i don't think it's uh, sufficient with them uh, sufficient enough lah mm. uh, uh, top top 10 also very difficult for them so i think they will be struggling okay yeah and what do you think and speaking of other teams that we watch what do you think of rafa benitez going to well to, i tell uh, you the truth Everton. i am a fan of rafa benitez wow well, well, really also, a fan uh, of rafa benitez well, i mean but were you shocked i mean were you like totally taken aback Uh, no, I'm not taken aback because why I know Rafa Benitez, he is an excellent coach. Yeah, yeah if, for sure. If you look sure. at it, if you look at it, uh, Rafa Benitez has been very unlucky. You, know? you look at mm. when he was at Valencia. Yeah. He want, didn't want to leave Valencia, but after mm. winning them the UEFA Cup, Europa yes. Cup then, uh, I think. Europa yeah, Cup. Hey, yeah, UEFA Cup. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, now it's the Europa League, right? Yeah, he also so, won the league, right? They, they, Valencia yeah, they won, won back the, to back. Yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly they got some. Uh, he got some issues with the uh, owners or something like that yes. because he wanted a player, and then they bought him another player which he didn't didn't buy. Ah, uh, that is where he got issues, and then that's why he says that, oh, it's okay for him to leave lah. Then that's why yeah. he comes to Liverpool. Mm. We were okay, the first year, 
We won the league with him, Champions League with him. Yeah. Second year we improve, and then that 2009 season where we almost uh, nicked so, so Man United. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Man United then got a very good signing in Howard Webb, so I can't fault them. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> shout out to Howard Webb, you balls, dude. <laughs> All right, and then uh, when we had Gillette and Hicks, yeah, everything yeah. goes down. So yeah, Rafa sure. was actually trying to hold the sinking ship, but he can't. But I mean, for all he he has done for Liverpool, I mean, we are not drawing. A, there is no comparison here. But I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo saying he will never sign for Manchester City because of his loyalty for the club. Mm. Knowing Rafa Benitez and how much roots he actually has in Liverpool it's football different. club, it's a, and the coach and the player is two different things. As a as a coach, he loves Liverpool and he has a house in Liverpool. He wants yeah. to coach, and the best. Uh, and he's the one of he's one of the he has a very good European track record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who wants him? Other than uh, I think no other uh, clubs. I think would want to uh, get him in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And Everton opportunity arises, he'll just take it. Yeah, but I mean, it is like the enemy, the rival. You know, you can't see yourself. You know, you know when when Liverpool had our rivalry with Everton. I mean, mm. then uh, I I was okay with it. Yeah, they were rivals, yeah. but I think it's okay because I mean, it's not that we. Uh, it, it's not that he left Liverpool. He was yeah. sacked. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm okay. In fact, I'm I'm actually watching. To be fair, I'm also watching Rafael Benitez games with Everton now, because I think yeah. they are a very tough team now. I mean, uh, definitely when they play us, ah, uh, mm. I mean we want them, we want them to lose, ah, uh, definitely. Yeah, we, yeah, we wanna, definitely, yeah, win. Definitely. But I tell you, Rafael Benitez, he's gonna cause a lot of uh, hate turn soon, because with the squad that he yeah, has, yeah, but but, they, but tactics, do that do right, the Everton he's gonna fans cause some upset, man. But do the other uh, speaking of upsets are the Everton fa- Evertonian fans actually upset because he previously called them a small club and I everything? No, I don't really care about what Everton fans say. <laughs> <laughs> you have a work, you have one of the best coaches in football, and then you still want to break shit, you know, and uh, and and talk shit about him. Uh, that's just you, man. Uh, yeah. What to do? I mean, yeah. Manchester United got Mourinho as their coach, right? Yeah. Last time I remember. Yeah. Mm. And they didn't have they were they were calling him it. they were calling the second coming or something like that. Uh, uh, but in the end, it turned out not to be so good. Uh, well, it's not my fault. Uh, but um, I'm okay. We are just watching. Uh, yeah. I see. I see. I then Man United fans was like, "Oh, we're gonna win the league and mm. so forth." When Mourinho come back, oh, he has won the league with so many, you know, and so many. Uh, I never hear them shouting about that. So you know, sometimes football uh, fans can be so fickle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about what about what about owners? I mean, you know, the JW Henry since he's invested in the club, and he actually bid that made big boo boo with the 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 supposed league. Uh, I mean, Liverpool, we support Liverpool because it's known to be a traditional family club, and then now money. Nobody starts a business not trying thinking of making money, mm. but. What do you think from Liverpool being a family club to now starting to be like say a business investment? Uh, if you own anything like a football club, it always has to be something about football investments and business, right? Mm. Uh, it's not too waste about it, lah. You need yeah. your you need sustainability and you okay. need profit. Uh, with profit only, then you can buy players and 
maybe probably push your club to some glory. Yeah. 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 That's how the jerseys coming in, the money coming in for TV and so forth and all that. So it's not a very easy thing to do. Uh, but like I said, so oh, do yeah, you think actually, he's striking a five balance? A bit, uh. Actually, we digress yeah. a bit. We were talking supposed to be talking about the transfer window, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did uh, he make a good balance? Uh, yeah, I think we are one of the best. Have you have you read the Deloitte, uh, money? No, no. Where uh, we actually did okay. We were I think top five teams. All right. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Coming back from the transfer window this season, yeah. actually, you asked me, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't actually finish that conversation. Who do you, who do you think we yeah. should have signed? I mean, you know, Genie I mean, has left and everything. I mean, we we fans we have our own choices who we want. Mm. Uh, but at the end of the day, when Klopp sees that the squad needs certain thing, I mean, I don't know what's between Klopp and uh, FSG. That yes. you know, it could be FSG. Uh, uh, do drugs, giving money. Yeah. Uh, but Klopp said no I think we don't have to it could be also that uh, FSG is holding on to their first strings yeah, I, I believe we don't know yeah. okay but having said that we can't be a club that we see all the other clubs buying so many players also and then we also start buying players and then we also got problems uh, still early to see but bear in mind last year Aston Villa last year uh, Aston Villa last season mm. still, Aston Villa I think bought a lot of players uh, yeah. they, they spent a lot where were they last year? Exactly, not, not in Europe yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that? Uh, but but the players they bought were not were not fantastic that fantastic as well. No, they had good players yeah, last season when they bought. I mean, this year definitely they sell Grealish and now they got more yeah, money yeah. and they had yeah, yeah. Uh, they had good uh purchases. But you ask me with all those money spent by using Grealish money and all that. I mean, hmm. and the money they have spent last year. I mean, if you ask me, they they should be in the Champions League places, no? Hmm. I don't know. Because Liverpool only bought uh, Thiago last year. Yeah. And we are still... At, the funny thing is, last year when we only got Thiago and with all the injuries we have and all the problems that we had, we are still qualified for Champions League. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and Chelsea, they're just below us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it depends. Okay. Uh, will, will, will this year's transfer window, window failures actually it's not yeah. a failure actually we bought Konate but it was so long ago it mm. seems like last season yeah right? okay but <laughs> January Jan- January when the January window opens do you think we'll get somebody I don't know it depends on the context you see if you ask me uh, in uh, we're not January, known to buy players in January except for the Suarez thing and Suarez Ver- uh, Virgil van Dijk yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, correct. So if you ask me, uh, if say for example in during the January transfer window, uh, could we buy players? Yes. Why? Because we have. Uh, if you look at it, there's a lot of players, very good quality, and the market value of these players are uh, is like forty million and above. These players, players like Mbappe, Pedri, Goretzka, Ansu Fati, Frank Casey, Dybala. Insigne, Brozovic, Pellegrini, Kamara, Nicolas Sule. Example, uh, example. Uh. These yeah. are the players that are going to have their contracts uh, expired next year in June, you know. And in December, we actually, uh, technically, we can go over and uh, uh, approach them mm. and sign them on a free. Yeah, so Who do you think Mbappe will sign for? Nah, I, I don't mean, know, man. Real Madrid? I don't know, man. Uh, part of me inside my heart will say that, oh, last minute, yeah, you know, but he changed his mind and suddenly I don't know I don't know what's the conversation here 
there, there was a story, there was a conversation where, was it Trent or is it Andy Robertson? They were playing FIFA and, and, and they're playing with and tweeted to Mbappe or something. What was that about? Oh, I can't remember. But I do know that Mbappe did actually visit and fill in our yeah, training I, ground I, I, I with Klopp, with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, they have good relationships, Klopp and the dad. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to mm. happen in July, I mean, uh, January. Okay. Yeah. Uh, media if you were and how, what social media says he's definitely yeah. going to Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the Spanish uh, Real Madrid show, Chingrita or something like that. Yeah. Have you seen that show? That crazy Spanish no, show? No, no, no. no. Yeah, the Spanish guy will go tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock during transfer <laughs> video. Yeah, and then keep harping about uh, Mbappe going. Yeah, it, it all seems that Mbappe is heads on Green light mm. is going to go to Real Madrid. Uh, but we'll see. Huh? We'll see okay. how. Uh, but funnily though, funnily though, uh, mm. uh, thinking about the Spanish League, right? The yeah. Spanish League has lost its glory. Lah. Because of Barcelona? Messi? Because of Messi. Who would you watch now in the La Liga? There's no Ronaldo. There's yeah. no Messi. Who is a generational player now? Would you watch? Uh. La Liga has lost its gl- uh, uh, glory, a uh, big glamour. So is the Italian Serie A. Now the, uh. the top team, the top league in Europe is England. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Alright, so interesting. Eh? Mbappe can oh. go there for money. Eh? Uh, and uh. Uh, Real Madrid, probably Barcelona and Atletico Madrid will still fight it. Eh? Yeah. So called competitive league. It's not competitive. It's three, three, it's a three horse race. Bundesliga is also is not competitive because it's always Bayern. Mm. Competitive Dortmund, means Dor- uh, yeah, every year you will see a different winner or maybe you know mm. you, you you can't see a, a, a monopolization. Uh, yeah. And you maybe Man City <coughs> yeah, but Man City is another thing uh, but Man City I mean the last two seasons I mean not uh, I mean uh, apart from last season uh, uh, they, which they actually uh uh, take full advantage of the COVID and their form was very good. Last two seasons when Liverpool was actually chasing them, they weren't so great actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and mm. this year in Europe, I mean last year in Europe, Chelsea was the dominant one, not Man City. Okay. So, you see, yeah, I would see, I still think uh, England is still a competitive league followed by, uh, yeah, still Bundesliga even though Bundesliga mm. has been won by Bayern, Bayern for so long, I think eight years in a row. Yeah. yeah, the third one now I would say is Serie A. Mm. Uh, fourth one is not the French league because of uh, French uh, league is a farmers league. You, it's it's not even top five now. Is they have actually uh, been uh, relegated now to the sixth. The fifth one, oh. you know, you'll be surprised. You know what's the fifth best team in Europe right now? Uh, this, uh fifth best league in Europe right now. It's no. Portugal. Really, Sporting yeah. Lisbon and Benfica and. Portugal is the wow. best league now. The fourth one is Spain. Third one is Italy. Second one, Bundesliga. First one is Premier League. Wow, okay. Whoa, reversal. Never expected Portugal right. and... I mean, to be fair, PSG uh, is the only uh, top team there. Yeah. Uh, but finally, with all that money spent, they still haven't won the Champions League. Uh. Yeah. The only cha- right. French team that has won the Champions League is Marseille. For yeah. so many years, nineteen. Do you think? Hmm. Do you think PSG will win the Champions League? I don't know. Uh, the Champions League is a different ball game. 
Offensively, they look oh, stoked. But yeah, but so good. Mid- midfield Definitely. and defense. Still, see, the problem is playing with the French league. Only, only, uh, I would say PSG is good. Yeah. Who's the next team that you think can challenge PSG? Lyon, Marseille. Maybe Lyon, Marseille. Maybe the last year's champion was uh, eh, sorry, last year's champion was Lille, right? Hmm. Ah, yeah. Okay. But if you look at the other teams, it's not like teams that you have in the Premier League where any other team can beat any other team in the league. In, in, yeah. in the Premier League. Alright. Okay. And that is where, because of the level of intensity and toughness of the league, it basically mm. makes the team that is going to Europe better. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So, uh, this is one of the things that the French teams doesn't have, uh. Okay. Uh, hence, that's why they are called the Farmers League. You can score 30, 40 goals in the Champions League. Eh, sorry, in the French League. And then when you go to the Champions League, uh, yeah, you always fumble and you don't win. Yeah, yeah. what does it say? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, could, <laughs> could you say that they are actually the new MLS? They are the, the, the retirement league for players? Nah, still not a no, retirement not, league. Uh, still league, not a retirement league. But their quality not as good la, as, okay. uh, the top teams, as the top leagues in uh, Europe. Uh, Okay, now putting you on the spot, who would you have signed? Me. For Liverpool. If you had one, if you had money to burn, who would you have signed? If your name was Jurgen Klopp. If I have money to buy. Uh, If I can ask my my owner, uh, if I'm Jurgen Klopp, if I have, if my owner will give me what I want. I'll get Haaland, man. Really? Yeah, I'll get Haaland. We got the youth side? Youth? Have you seen Haaland? He's a beast, man. Uh, Mbappe, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, but Maybe I mean, Haaland not available. Uh, I will get Mbappe. But the clock, uh, but the clock game is uh, based on speed. Haaland is not known, really known for his, you know, speed. Are you crazy? Have you seen how Haaland runs? Uh, yeah, I mean, he is damn he's fast and he's damn powerful, brother. Yeah, he's. Yeah. But I mean, we, we, the narrative, uh, spun is actually he's more of like the the big guy, the beast, like you know, the your Cavani, your Lukaku. No, kind of. You should have seen his game. He is a really uh fast player. Uh, his first five okay. yards will kill you. Yeah, mm. he's as fast as Mbappe, I would say. Yeah, but Ma- oh, Mbappe really? is yeah, correct. I mean, but really? Mbappe, I would say slightly faster than him. But in the first five okay. yards, I think I will be the same. Probably in the longer run, Mbappe will win. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he's as never, fast. Never, as... never, never saw him as a, as a, as a. I mean, this is all the because of pundits and the, the narratives always being written out that oh, Haaland is more like the the big tall striker, the the one in the box that's like you know scores <coughs> from headers and everything. <coughs> hmm. As compared to like you know running running uh, into the box and then you know, like pure speed and like killing you with how fast they are how quick they are. No, I think you should watch more Dortmund games and then you realize how good. Okay. He yeah, he is really oh. very good. Okay. Yeah. Never, so never, ne- next year, whoever is getting yeah. him, uh, will yeah. be a team to look at because you will definitely have gold. Okay. Uh, but the problem is uh. Haaland is because his agent is uh, Raiola. And Raiola, okay. Raiola, if you know, he's like a leech. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that's spoiling football, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm well, thankful that there's, there's no 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 leeches. I mean, in, 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 in 
except for him and then oh, more yeah, so that I think they are but I think they're yeah. not as uh uh how you say notorious as uh, Mina yeah, okay uh, yep well well thank you for getting <laughs> you on the show right we 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 we've got to go we got to end and end the show right we thank you all for li- actually listening in to the show right we had Dave just now and we had Rudy now very very insightful into the wonderful world of football right join us for our next show this is and things like that podcast right we thank you for penetrating your ear holes right we hope to hear f- uh, from you let let us know what you think about the show be a friend tell a friend join in the show Right, and if you don't like what you hear, like just pretend we don't exist and uh, get on with your day. Right, have a fantastic day. See you soon. Bye bye.